You've got a full color headphone. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hi-Fi Summit. It is day four. Can you believe oh, yeah. it? Time is flying by so fast. As always, with me is Joe and Mike, and we've got Hugo from Triangle Speakers. How is everyone uh, doing? Doing great, man. Perfect. And I'm fine. Thanks a lot for inventing me here. Glad to oh, have you, man. Good to have you, Hugo. Good to have you, Hugo. Oh man, that was a tough one. <laughs> yeah, uh, where, where are you uh, calling in from France right now? Yeah, I'm calling in from Paris. So as oh. you see, it's more like home office time rather than factory time now. There you go. <laughs> uh, same than in the US. Basically, with lockdown, we are working way much more at home. But mm -hmm. I managed to make my wife and my daughter go away for a couple of minutes. <laughs> Screaming, diapers flying around and stuff like uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know how it is. Know how it so, is. It looks nice over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very sunny in France. Uh, it's more like a northern country. So it means that winter uh, nights start at 4 and during summer nights start only at 11 p.m., something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, so Chana, you've been there? You've been, yes. you've been to France? I've Where? been to Paris a couple of times. Uh, Paris, uh, Toulouse, um, Nice. I've been a niece only, yeah. Yeah. It was so funny. We're like, let's go to the beach. And then there's all these rocks. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> Not the best idea, but. <laughs> you must go good. to the West Coast. On the West, the West Coast. The West Coast, yeah. thousand miles, of coast. Oh. So, Hugo, wow. we already have a question coming in here. It says, what's in the back? They see some cool little stuff behind you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's my personal stuff so far, what I've got here. So I just put it as a background, let's say it's a background. Yeah. To uh, what we call next generation products. So it's, uh, first of all, it's LN01A. It's a pair of active bookshelf. Uh, so one of them include, uh, how does it work? Like this, shit. Yeah, you see. Um, include a power amp, a 50 watts uh, power amp with like, Bluetooth, phono input, RCA input, optical input, sub out, a very like polyvalent speaker, still nice. stereo because it's, uh, it's, very, it's very important for us. Uh, we've been launching it since like three years and it's a very good model for us, easy going. And the small uh, all in one stuff oh, over there, it's like weather forecast. I need to get used to that. Uh, <laughs> so it's our first all in one speakers, including Wi Fi and multi room technology. So nice. very cool. So, yeah, we are going further, starting from more entry level, but slowly going more to high end, um, gotcha. to go more to active speakers because it seems to be the trend. Yeah, definitely very with that cool. connectivity, um, being able to connect with Bluetooth and just your different devices. A lot of guys want something better than a sound bar, you know, but they don't necessarily want huge speakers. They don't want something that's complex, hooking up a receiver, running wires all through their home. And so having a little 2.1 setup, it would be amazing for um, especially like a TV in a living room or a bedroom um, yeah. or some two-channel listening. So definitely see the flexibility there. You guys are getting having great success with your uh, Berea line. Very popular. I mean, yeah. like, you know, I just did a video about it, and it's it's out of stock. I mean, you guys are selling like crazy on those uh, Bro 3s. Yeah, 03s. However, I don't no. know the proper way to say it, but yeah. Yeah, it was BR03 because in the French it doesn't sound the same, so we didn't uh, find out first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been super happy with that because we've been opening our own, own subsidiary uh, like four years ago, 
Frank is now uh, head of USA and he's mm -hmm. taking care of all the business. It takes time for a French brand to find uh, its way on the American mm -hmm. market, but thanks to YouTube, thanks to journalists such as you, Joe, and as Sean from Zero Fidelity, we had a shot to present our product. And uh, I'm very happy because I'll tell it later, but we are doing super high end, but on the, we're also doing like reasonable price speaker. Yeah. Because we still believe that there is a market and there is like people looking for a two-way good pair of speaker, uh, two channel speakers, sorry. Um, and yeah, we believe in this and it worked. So uh, we are very happy that customers, in fact, feel the same way as us. Well, That's very good. Let's, uh, you have a presentation also. Maybe you can talk to, talk about the history and maybe some of those other lines that maybe other people don't know about so much. Yeah, uh, what I've done so far, I can show you a very quick presentation. Is I don't want to put you too much text, um, but just a few pictures to highlight what I'm saying is like, we, first of all, uh, for people which don't know us, we are a French manufacturer. So it means that we are based in Soissons. It's in North France, uh, above Paris. And uh, we've been building loudspeakers since 40 years. So it's really like um, a key part of our identity. We've been developing loudspeakers since 1980. So we are celebrating our 30 years, 40 years birthday this year. And uh, yeah, it's mostly about loudspeakers. That's what we love and that's what we are doing. Um, what we used to say is like, we are doing a very wide price range. Uh, for us, it's very important because on one part, it's helped us to really to show the world what we, what we are able to do in terms of super high-end speaker um, because of technology, about all the research we have conducted during the last 40 years, about the special kind of drivers that we are using. So here you've got like a picture of a grand concert. Uh, this is a $70,000 pair of speakers. A lot of things to say about it, but maybe I'll come back later on about this. Um, and uh, we also go to like very reasonable prices speakers such as the Bro 3. Uh, by the way, guys, I, when I do this presentation, I don't look at the comments. So um, would it be better if I do like this or not at all? Um, you can do I'll it that it, way. Either it's, way, it's, it's totally up to you. Okay, yeah. so I continue. And look, yeah, so basically, we are doing what we do is like we try always to develop the best drivers, the best technology on our very high end line. And after think about how we can make like to make all this technology more and more affordable and use industrialization and larger production to make it more affordable uh, for customer. So each people can find a speaker suitable for them. Um, I'll detail a bit more. Um, the, the range a bit later on. Uh, what I wanted to show to you, because uh, for people say, well, what's unique about Triangle? There is like hundreds of speaker brand. Uh, what's the difference is like, um, I try to sum up Triangle by things, three things. It's speakers, which is looking to be dynamic, quite light with, with a very wide sound stage and fast. We are not like kind of like super warm, super boomy sound. We are more looking like for detailed uh, speakers with a very wide sound stage, something where you can fill all the room uh, and the musician around you 
and you have something very lively. Uh, this is very important. So um, one of the key parts of triangle design is clearly the Twitter. Um, Twitter is like all-loaded Twitter. Um, it's not like a clipped kind of full-hearted compression Twitter. It's not a dome Twitter. It's a hybrid, in fact. Uh, so what we can see, uh, do I have? Yeah, I have got a split. Um, you see, we are using a titanium dome, which is located, in fact, inside a small horn. What's going on with the horn is it's helped a lot of increasing um, sensitivity because since you got a horn, like if you are speaking through a horn, your voice will be stronger. So it helps to be more sensitive and you don't need to use a very powerful amplifier. Um, but horn has also some weaknesses. Um, the fact that a horn can create what we call directivity. It means it's funny, but with a horn opening, in fact, most of the signal, uh, of the sound signal is staying in the middle. So we develop a phase plug. This phase plug helps to spread um, the high frequencies all around the room. So it's a very like homemade design. You've got the Twitter dome in titanium. You've got the horn, which is different kind of horn based on the speaker line that you are taking. And you've got the face plug to spread well the high frequencies. Um, is that clear for you guys? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Be awesome. All right. So, um, few things more also to like picture well the triangle speakers and to get um, a sense of the of the tone of this speaker is like we are one of the few manufacturer which still very much believe in the paper. Uh, cone for the mid-range. Um, this has been done by our founder, uh, Ronald de Vaniette, in the 80s. And in fact, even during his first speakers, he find out like an old PA speakers, uh, you know, in a custom shop where he was purchasing driver to make prototype. Listen, listen at that PA speaker and say, wow, shit, paper does sounds very good. It's probably for him the best material to reproduce reproduce, sorry, French accent, human voices. Uh, so we are still using that all across our speaker line. And uh, what we do is, um, if I can zoom in a bit, it's like it's a paper cone and it has what we call a small pleated suspension. It's a very uh, rigid suspension because the mid-range doesn't move a lot. In fact, it's a very thin movement to reproduce uh, mid-frequencies. What we call mid frequencies is between 300 hertz to 3000 hertz, more or less. And uh, yeah, so we developed this kind of uh, special suspension for paper cone. And this is the main point about our sound identity. And um, yeah, just a quick presentation because some of our mid range drivers now are white. Um, it's still paper. Uh, in fact, we brought a new innovation in, with the Esprit line, which is a mid-range for us, uh, mid-price, uh, which is pure paper this time. It's mean like it's really like a sheet of paper, but in a, with a special structure and a special shape that doesn't need any chemical treatment. So this is what we call natural natural paper cone. Uh, it's kind of interesting because it's light, and when you are doing mid-range, you want to have a material as light as possible because the movement of the driver is very subtle and it has to make very thin variation 
So um, having something very light is very useful. Um, so that's why we say, yeah, light. And we say also about woofer, we say that we are doing fast woofer. If you look at triangle speaker, most of the speaker, in fact, do not go higher than 6.5 inch woofer, where most of um, American speakers, for example, go to eight inch, 10 inch, 12 inch woofer. When you do a 12 inch woofer, that's great. You've got huge bass, you're like, boom. You've got some things that you feel in your body and uh, it's very warm and cheerful sound. But the dark side of it, it's the music don't get as precise as you want because bass take too much space and have problem to follow the real rhythm of the music. So our position as a brand is to make like small and very fast woofer. So it helps to keep speed, liveliness, and uh, kind of um, um, uh, tempo uh, feeling. Um, so that's why I've said that the triangle speaker is dynamic, mostly sends to the tweeter because it creates something with a horn. It's a very light material for the mid-range. We use very light paper and it's more like fast bass than very heavy bass. Um, so yeah, that's the most of the thing about um, the driver. If I want to explain a bit more um, after how we build up our range, because most of the people say, well, I don't know a lot about your product, so why should I buy a very expensive speaker compared to a very reasonable one? And uh, so what I try to explain when I've got time, uh, such as now, is to explain, well, I'm going to explain you how I've been developing our speakers. And from that, you can decide which one is the most suitable for you. So uh, this is our new entry-level speaker. So this is the Borea line, which has been named now the Bro 3 by the US market. Um, it's, it uses a different Twitter. Um, this is a paper um, soft dome Twitter. Uh, because let's face it, we've been being simply pragmatic on that one. It means that having a low horn-loaded tweeter at a very entry level is not much possible, and in fact, uh, it doesn't sound so good. So we prefer say, okay, let's use like a more standard soft dome tweeter, but still keep the triangle sound. <laughs> we already featured the mid-range, uh, which I've been talking about, the new natural mid-range paper cone. And, but we have like a more reasonable Twitter. So it leads us to something a bit more warm, uh, a bit more cheerful. We lose a tiny bit of precision, but it's also on a good side, a very easygoing speaker that you can match with any kind of amplifier. Um, I'm right. If guys, you got question, um, I don't know, but. Uh, just everybody in the comments just saying how beautiful the speakers are. I don't know oh, if you're yeah. seeing that. Okay, that's great. Uh, turn this returns for five degrees. And assuming like said, but then it blew me away. I'm very happy for that. Yeah, design is, uh, we take a lot of time to think through the design. First is, of course, acoustic design, driver design, that's a main priority. But we spend a lot of time to uh, blending it to um, nice aesthetic uh, way because we live with the speakers at least 10 years and most of the time 20 years. That's a problem with our industry so far is like people doesn't change speaker as much as we want, but still. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny because in my review of these speakers, 
I just kept commenting that this is the nicest looking speaker in this price range, like not even close, right? As far as even the terminals in the back, like everything looks so nice. And I also said, you know, that's important because you actually have to look at this thing, right? It's not like speakers are not visible. You always have to look at it. It's there. And so I think it's important. And the fact that it backs it up also with good sound, you know, because it can look nice, but if it doesn't sound good, who cares, right? Exactly. But it's, it, it has that balance. It, it does both. Yeah, you spoke about it, and it's very important. I mean, first, um, and it's from a founder, and all the team has the same philosophy. It's like, we are doing product of pleasure. We are doing product of lifestyle product. We want to enjoy mm -hmm. life through our products. So it's both sound and it's both acoustic. And that's why we spend a lot of time on it. We need to live with that product and um, enjoying it. So, yeah, it's quite, it's quite important for us. Uh, I tell you, I'll tell you this. I would enjoy having these in my home. <laughs> Look at these things. Woo! Yeah. And that red. Oh, oh that finish. Gorgeous. That. It just makes you happy, right? Like when you yeah. look at it, I feel happy. I want to listen to music. Those are important things. I, I think people underestimate yeah. that aspect of it. Um, yeah, it's important. Yeah. yeah. Other questions you guys have in the comments here. There was, there was one question over here. It says, why the inverted... Oh move on me why the inverted oh my goodness every time i go to click why, here somebody, i got it there why, you go <laughs> the inverted, why the inverted surround, surround why is the inverted? driver uh yeah the inverted surround uh you see it on the presentation over there um inverted surround and it's because we came up with a conclusion that it takes three more three times more power to stop a driver moving rather than making move for the first time Okay. So when a driver moves, having them stop is like even more important if you want to have tight pace. And right. when you revert as a suspension, the drivers tend to stop very uh, faster. So that's why we've been developing this uh, surround uh, suspension. Nice. Wow. Never thought about it like that because it has the inertia yeah. of moving already. Yeah. yeah. So pushing it out is a whole lot harder than stopping it on a dime. And that's what you're trying to do to make a fast um, presentation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah, drivers of base is really huge part of a uh, triangle sound identity. I mean, like if you're looking for something very with a wide sound stage, very fast, very lively, a bit fun, not like super analytical uh, way of listening. That's you. You might love the triangle sound. Mm -hmm. uh, at least that's what we used to say. A couple other questions here for you. Um, how do those blades? help with the airflow uh, port blade. The, on the port blades uh, I'm not sure to understand what is a port blade is it um, this one maybe in the ports um, maybe was there some like... of the other ones there were some I, I don't know let's see uh, oh. is it that one maybe I don't know I don't know what yeah. is maybe maybe uh, clarify in the comments which one yeah let us, referring let us to. know what you're you know one thing I would like to maybe on the towers. One thing I would like to say is also I'm a fan of uh, paper cone woofers and mid ranges. I know a lot of people are always looking for something exotic, you know, like, Oh, it's carbon fiber. But to me, yeah, I've always like heard in, like in the signature line, I think is what they're yeah. talking about. Oh, I guess there's that, there's a, something on the port. Oh, there, there probably it is right there for, in the uh, middle. For the uh, airflow. Yeah. In the middle. Uh, yeah. I can show it to you over there. I don't know if you see the presentation. Hold on one second. Let me get it back up. There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a special technology for the signatures range. Is you've got 
one port, in fact, um, evacuating air from two different spaces. What's happening is like, in fact, because which is standard acoustic is like when the um, drivers move, it also move hair on the back of the speaker. Mm -hmm. So everything has been built to erase that back wave. So what we've done with signatures is like we have separate each woofer in a different uh, part of the cabinet closed by wood panel. Gotcha. So it means that because it's, um, uh, how do you call that in English? Uh, bass reflex type of mm. speaker, we find out a way that in fact there is a tube. Uh, the tube is going on one direction to the top and one direction to the bottom. Interesting. So the cabinet part can evacuate air through one hole. So it's helped to have like, uh, to avoid, avoid to have many different kinds of vent and keep a front vent uh, configuration because oh. most of speaker has front vents. Because mm -hmm. when you use back vents, it's nicer, but it's, it creates so much trouble yeah. that, that we still prefer doing front vent uh, kind sure. of speaker. Pretty cool. I've never seen somebody do that to take yeah. one port and kind of divide that in half. Very, very cool. Yes, uh, let's it has been a lot of research and a lot of innovation. It was a good mm -hmm. fun doing here's this. A, here's a question. What is your general approach to crossover design? Um, for sure, uh, the general approach is like for sure when uh, it's more my engineer, we can speak more about that, but Less, uh, less component we've got on the crossover, better it is. Gotcha. Uh, but we are not like, uh, so not some, some manufacturers just want to put only one component for the mid-range, no more, etc. We still try to stay pragmatic. So we try to do the best driver first to have a very linear answer. But because we are doing also entry and mid-level loudspeaker, sometimes this driver may have some little flow and it's important to correct it um, through uh, our speaker. Uh, if people are interested, we are about to update our website soon with all the crossover characteristics okay. about what will be the frequency cut between the woofer and the mid-range, what will be the order, will be first order, second order cut, fourth order cut. You uh, will get this information very soon on our website. Gotcha, so you'll be updating all that pretty soon. Cool. Yeah, because the, we thought that it was too technical for customer, and in fact, they, they love it. They want yeah. to know more. That, they want that to literally know is it, yeah. that literally is one of the biggest comments we've seen during the Hi-Fi Summit. Is everybody's loving the technical side of it? I know they want you to know? hear it. Yeah, <laughs> they want to know. They, yeah, they, they don't get a chance to do that. So Jeff has a question here. He says, "Can you speak to the benefits of the rear firing tweeter on some of your models?" Uh yeah. Uh, the rear firing tweeter only start uh, with high-end speakers. It was first only on Magellan speaker, so mm -hmm. speakers starting from 20,000, something like that. So, um, I might do not give you the exact good price in dollar because I've got more the euro one in my head. Sure, sure. Frank uh, in the chat box can tell you more. The rear fire tweeter is, let's face it, a way uh, to improve um, the sound diffusion of high frequencies. Because mm. even uh, we are using horn, we are correcting the directivity issue with the face plug. But we find out that having a rare uh, rear um, tweeter at the back mm -hmm. 
the Twitter wave will bounce through the wall and spread all around the room. Um, and if you're doing your crossover properly, you won't hear it at all. So it means gotcha. that the sweet point is way much wider. You don't have to sit in exact one position. You can enjoy the music where, not everywhere, but in a larger uh, perimeter in your room. And uh, what we are doing is like for uh, speakers such as uh, um, it starts with a quatuor, whereas there is only a Twitter on the back. And for the bigger, uh, very high-end concerto and grand concert, we also use a mid-range because it's simple. I mean, higher is the frequency, higher is the directivity. So for sure, Twitter is the most important Twitter to add, but adding a second mid-range can help also. So you've got a tweeter and a mid-range on the back. Gotcha. Yeah, for the very speaker. So yeah. these two. There's the Magellan guys. Wow. The, look at that. Look the at John. Look at that. They're all white, too. Oh, man. I'm going to need another man. room in my house. Oh, you're going to need six more rooms in your house, man. <laughs> Cruising RSX says, what's your most popular speaker? Um, that's an easy answer. That... Um, uh, that uh, don't it work when I do like this? Absolutely not. Uh, that the Antal, Antal Easy. Yeah, Antal Easy is a three thousand dollar pair of speaker. Mm -hmm. Frank, correct me on the chat if I do something wrong. Uh, <laughs> and because uh, most of people do believe that you've got a lot of the high end um, technology for still a quite reasonable price. And so an Antal is one of our oldest models. The first generation of Antal has been launched in 1994. So 26 years from now. Wow. So because Triangle is appreciated as a high-end speaker, but most of people know Triangle for the Esprit line. Mm -hmm. because you've got, uh, do I have a lifestyle speaker? Yeah, finished. You've got quite high-end finish. You've got very good sound performance. It's a really high-fi speaker, but it's around the price of a good TV. Gotcha. And so that's why it makes it more like, uh, not mass market, but affordable for people mm -hmm. just simply loving music and not truly hi-fi lover. Well, and where yeah, where China. can can someone buy your stuff? Because I just did a quick search and I don't see too many places online or is this like are you guys like mostly through dealers or how does that work yeah we've started with local dealer for sure it's uh yeah. it's very important for us because we need to have places for demonstrating the product especially high-end is very important um in fact uh, there is a dealer list on our distributor website mm. our subsidiary website that we name ental audio so okay. you see here is the ental ental.com yeah. And you have the list of all the resellers uh, that are available on the United States. For entry levels such as Borea, now we are working with an online reseller named Adorama. Yeah, that's where I found some stuff on Adorama. Yeah, which yeah. is a which is a camera shop. <laughs> and uh, yeah. it's wild. <laughs> and uh, I'm very well surprised, but the yeah, this seems to to have many customers interesting for entry level and mid. Uh, mid-level speaker, and which is great because since that's a new generation of people are buying speakers through that, um, through that uh, website. I'm yeah, going to post a link here uh, to, uh, to the distributor 
network. Boom. Ansaudio.com. Ansaudio.com, yeah. Very good. Got another great question for you here. So Vaisha says, uh, while designing speakers, do designers have one certain sound signature that you're going for, or do you design based on price and the type of consumer that you're, you know, that are going to be buying them? Uh, we try to, what we do is we try to keep up with our sound philosophy. Um, what happens, what happens is when we, uh, let's say that on the very high end, we are like extremists. It's our sound philosophy. It has to be like this. There's nothing we can do about that. If we go more affordable speakers, we try to slightly uh, add, uh, adjust it to make it a bit more easygoing speakers to match with entry-level amplifier. Uh, but it's a tiny touch. And uh, it's like a, re a cooking recipe. It's like, okay, I'm going to be a tiny bit softer, a tiny bit warmer, mm -hmm. but I have to put to keep my sound identity. And uh, that's our, one of the most difficult things in our job, in fact. I have a quick question about the, on the, uh, BR03, the Bro3, uh, there's like a little bar on the tweeter, and I was wondering if that's just so people won't poke it in, or <laughs> it has something for, for audio. Uh, it's a face plug. So, in fact, it's exactly the same kind of face plug than this one. Interesting. Mm. And so it has similar acoustic effects than this one. I mean, when you don't have a face plug, the energy stays in the center. When you put a face plug, uh, the energy uh spread better across the room sure looks cool to be fully honest for sure is not as useful in a soft dome twitter than in the whole nerdy twitter in a whole nerdy mm -hmm. twitter it's super important in the soft dome twitter it gives you a little bit more yeah but in terms of industrialization we find out that we can give this little bit more for reasonable extra cost that's why we decided to do it yeah. Um, so one thing you mentioned, question there? Yeah. one thing you mentioned earlier, um, how you've got drivers in the rear of some of your lines. Here's a question, kind of a comment from Breeze. He says, "I'm okay with that configuration for a two-channel, but for surround sound, I think I want more directional design." Do you feel that that speakers, your speakers with the rear-facing uh, mid-range and tweeter, would that work well for home theater, or is it more designed for a two-channel setup? Mm. So when you have rear firing Twitter, it's only for the front speakers, for sure. Ah, right. It's only for the front speakers, so and it's mostly for our biggest floor stander. Okay. Mm -hmm. What's happening is like when you have a very big floor stander, also you've got a lot of bass drivers on the top of that, so it's creating a lot of bass. So it's good to add up one additional Twitter to also increase the sound pressure for high frequencies. Mm -hmm. When so this is only for the front, but for sure for center channel. Surround, either like dipole, uh, classic surround speaker of Atmos speakers. Sure. You must stay with the front firing um, drivers. And after, it's all about um, how you place them in a room, uh, which is going to make the difference, especially the subwoofer. In home theater, take a good center channel and take care of placing your subwoofer very well. Yeah. That's yeah, like two main advices. Very important. Yeah. I, I like how you have a center channel for all of your lines. That's yeah. awesome. So it That's sounds awesome. like you could use those kind of to address this question. It is okay to use those in your opinion um, 
as your front speakers in a surround sound setup and it would sound great. Yeah, no, there's no problem with that because let's face it, the most tricky part when you're doing good speakers is stereo listening. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you listen something wrong with stereo, uh, you will listen it immediately. So what we do is the crossover design, in fact, is we just cut the second Twitter uh, 100 hertz higher than the first one. Okay. Which, uh, it's acoustic calculation, but it helps that and the speaker do not, um, there is no interference between those two. So after when it go back, they go back almost together and there is, they blend. So it doesn't create any further trouble for that. And in home theater, it's not as sensitive than in uh, stereo listening, so no problem at all for that. <laughs> but when you are doing like all back, uh, back firing Twitter, it means that you are taking Magellan, and when you're doing Magellant, ask yourself a question, which subwoofer you're going to pick up? Because we don't produce super high-end subwoofers, so that will be a tricky question. What else we got here? Anything looking. else that you want to talk about? Because I know you have your slideshow there, yeah. and hey, I asked you to, to keep it short so you could answer questions. But if there's anything else in there that you want to point out, then yeah, I think uh, that's what I'm talking about. Everybody would be Guys, and you tell me when, uh, when you, you see an interesting question. All right, sounds good. Go ahead. So, to me, quickly, so Borea entry level, reasonable Twitter to make it things simpler, simpler and easygoing with amplifiers. It's still a quite high end uh, construction, which we are satisfied to do that. It's it also have internal reinforcement on the cabinet, so it helps to avoid bad vibration of the cabinet. And our engineer now is placing the internal reinforcement at the back of the woofer. So it's also stick the woofer to the cabinets and uh, avoid the, the woofer to vibrate. So it's a pretty cool technology and features for entry level. Um, after when you go to the or second line, you see the, the main things which change will be the whole node Twitter. So with, uh, with Esprit, you start to enter in the full triangle sound signature with this Twitter, which has a, uh, the particularity to really give you very wide on stage, but you find out the paper mid-range, uh, you find out um, the woofers, um, and that will be the main differences. Uh, when you go up to signatures, uh, there's many more technology added to these speakers. Of course, uh, you've got like, uh, we develop a semi-pod mounted speaker uh, tweeter. It means that the tweeter is like isolated from the mid-range but still the distance between the mid-range and the tweeter is not too big. And it's very important in terms of acoustics that those two speakers, those two drivers stay very close to each other. Uh, we talk about twin vents. Um, um, we call, this is twin vents, so it means that all the drivers are separate from one other. So it helps to avoid any back wave uh, disruption. Uh, what we else do we have? We have what we call the spec. Spec means single point energy system, and it, it has been um, inspired by a cello. You know when you use uh, when a player of a cello player use, he has a big spike because in terms of acoustic, we find out that if you manage to gather all the vibrations through one tiny single point, the vibration will spread away. And so that's why we have developed this uh, technology where for high-end speakers on the front, we have one big spike called the spec. 
So it's available on Signatures and on Magaland. Um, That's pretty interesting. I don't think I've ever seen a single spike. You know, we're used to seeing, you know, four spikes on a, on a speaker. So you choose to put one right in the middle in the front. That's pretty cool. I have a question here um, that I forgot to, to mention earlier. Why the use of, where is it? Yeah, why is the use of a pointed dust caps instead of face plugs in the Bro and mm. Theta signature? Um, yeah. Um, uh, so you're talking about that. Um, the bullet uh, dust cap in, um, in the mid-range. Um, so what happened is like, um, uh, I try to remember what engineer told me, but yeah, the main reason is like, when you put a dust cap on the on a mid range, it works, but it finds out that the dust cap it's way much heavier than the bullet uh, that the bullet over there. So it's way much better to have a bullet in the middle because there is not as much air leak on a mid range as on a woofer. On a woofer, because the movement of the woofer is very big, you need to have a very big dust cap to avoid the air leaking from it. Okay. On a mid range. It's not as much, so you can put a way much lighter bullet dust cap. So it helps the mid-range to move faster because it's all about light. Gotcha. The mid-range must be light. Got it. So it's a dedication to that dynamic, the the light, the lightness of that driver, huh? Yeah, exactly. And because we don't have as much air leak as on woofer, we can afford to put a small one. Got it. There you go. Hopefully that answers it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what? Well, they tell you guys. So okay, we've been through the the Borea, the Bros, and starting to put the the Hornaday Twitter with the Theta and the signatures Delta, Theta, etc. Uh, we start to be like very high end. It's like super high density cabinets uh, with also mahogany high gloss finish. We we talk about the different features that we have in terms of spec of um, twin vents of semi pond mounted Twitter, and then after we've got a super high end uh, speaker, which is Magellan's. Um, we go back to a tiny bit a more traditional design. But why Magellan costs so much? It's about that, it's about the woofers. The woofers have spent we spent so many time to develop them, uh, that all the triangle technology here is on the woofer is like. Um, and the main features is like on the back of the woofer, we have built up a special cool down system. Because uh, I don't know if you see my mouse moving, but on this yes, side. Yes, we can see it. Um, sorry? We can, we can see it. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> on this part, you should get the magnet usually. And the magnet is trapped outside, inside of this metal piece. And there is like a hair flow system. So. Um, um, the heat can go away. And when you got high-end speaker, uh, you tend to have like super powerful amplifier. So um, we, we measure that the quantity of electricity and the quantity of heat inside of magnet is tremendous. And when you manage to keep it cold, in fact, the driver behave way much better on a long run. So, and there is very much a lot of technology about the woofers. This is what we call the honeycomb structures and uh, carbon, so it's same than airplane wings. So it means that you've got an honeycomb structure, so it's super strong, but super light as well. Um, the tweeter is 
uh, of course it's unloaded, but it's uh, one piece of metal which is cut by laser. It's full aluminum horn because the shape of the horn is like super tricky. You must make it perfect. So it's the addition of all the quality of the materials and the research we have done, which justify why a speaker can cost so much. Man, that's awesome. You go while you're still on that, um, the woofer, if you want to put that slide back up, there's a yep. question that came over here. It says, those woofers look nice. Will that tech ever make it into a powered subwoofer by Triangle? Uh, do you mean, did we make some subwoofer uh, with that kind of speaker? Uh, Correct. Mm -hmm. uh, we did at some point, oh. and, and uh, we stopped. We stopped <laughs> because subwoofer for us, it's a tricky part, and we need mm -hmm. You need to have like a super good um, uh, driver and a super good amplifier. And mm -hmm. we are a speaker manufacturer. We are not as uh, strong for very high-end amplifier. Sure. That's why also we started with active speakers. We are now developing our skills for entry and mid-level amplifiers. Gotcha. For high-end, we try to stay as humble as possible and say, look on the market, you find out something great. And if one manufacturer wants to team up, uh, yeah, we'll be very happy to work with. <laughs> so, yeah, find something that works well. With is there a certain brand of subwoofers that you like that work well, or you feel that works well with yours? Um, yeah, yeah. There's a, of course, it's always tricky for us to mention uh, other brand because sure. you know, not, and you don't and you don't have to. But no, yeah. you know, rel for us is like ah, of course. There we you are. Thought that. <laughs> yeah, it's one I got of a couple of those. I got it. I actually, I was on the um, Autorama site looking up triangle speakers, and they have speaker packages with a rail subwoofer. So they have. Oh, yeah. They're already, they're already doing yeah. it for you. See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I looked at that. It's very, very good. You know, honestly, price wise, you guys are are very good, and you know, considering you know, relatively speaking, you know, um, with even with your your mid range line too, so. Yeah, we we try to be very affordable, and that's the the tricky part for Triangle is like we try to do everything. Uh, we try to keep developing our very high end speakers. We try to use that old technology for doing more reasonable and doing more like volume to afford uh, to make it uh, accessible for everyone. So yeah, mm -hmm. we try to do that. Yeah. Here's a good good question from Impetogo. He says, uh, "What's the difference between signature and your?" Is I, it I was about Jennings? to ask. Aha! Right. You, you start entering in the tricky part. <laughs> um, but here it is. We it's Genese. 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 Um, yeah, it's the oldest signature. The older signature, in fact. Okay. It means that it looks like a signature. Um, and but is not as good as a signature. Um, so uh, if you need to go to if you go to our website, go down on the menu, um, and it's, we place it on the legacy collection. Um, yeah, here you are. So it looks similar because you've got all this technology, uh, twin vans, semipod Twitter. Is just that it's a bit more affordable. Uh, yeah, it's half price. Look at that. It's half price now. Treat yourself, Chana. <laughs> buy a couple of them. You deserve it. <laughs> but those those are very comparable to a lot of brands that you know that we even review on our channel. So, you know, that's definitely something that's not inexpensive, but
but something that's definitely attainable for most attainable. folks. I mean, they just may be able to, they've got to, you know, sacrifice yeah. and don't, don't go out to eat here and there, you know, whatever those choices make, drive a used vehicle, have some awesome speakers, you know, those types of things. But definitely that's looks very cool. similar. Yeah. 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 It's, it's for a manufacturer, it made no sense for us to make both of them. Sure. Um, it looks similar, but yeah. what we say is like, well, first of all, the signatures is way much better in terms of construction, material. Okay. For example, a quartet, which is a Genese and a Delta, which is um, the signatures, weight, one speaker weight 20 pounds more. Right. It was mm. just about the cabinet, are about how heavier and better in terms of quality. So all the drivers, all the cabinet is better. So why do we keep Genese? Because at the same time, we do believe that Genese is a pretty sweet deal. For people uh, we want to offer the beginning of high-end speaker at a reasonable price. And what happened is because Adorama is a good partner of us now, um, we try to offer them um, the same offer that we did in France to say, well, ah. we can keep running production of Genes for you guys and with a good price if you're willing to commit and guarantee us that you're going to take those speakers. So it's really like a, a business and an industrial deal. Mm -hmm. bring out what we believe a good speaker at a very good price. Since you have nice. that up on the screen, let me show you this. Uh, I like what I'm seeing. So you guys are, are actually doing, uh, they're doing a giveaway yeah. on the Hi-Fi Summit website. Look at this, the entire system. So the one that you just had pulled up right there. Yep. From the sub, the floor standards, the center channel. So I've actually, so the center channel and the bookshelf speakers, right? Those yes. are the ones that I reviewed. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You want me to sign them, anybody? No? <laughs> um, yeah, so these are going to be sent out. Just make sure to, you know, visit their website. There's a, it'll show you how to enter here. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. But, yeah, this is a cool giveaway. I think this is one of the most popular ones. That That's easy to like right there, man. Yeah. Easy to sure. like and follow because y'all have some beautiful, beautiful speakers. I mean, the, the, he's going to be lucky over there. Even if you were to purchase or want to purchase or upgrade uh, whatever it is you have, if you're doing your BR03s, like two pairs of those and your um, center channel, the matching center, you're, yeah. you're at like $1,300, you know, add whatever subwoofer you want to it. That's, that's a very, I think yeah. that's a very reasonable price. Completely affordable. Yeah. Yeah. No, as we said, yeah, you can put a bookshelf speaker in the front. It works. Yeah. It works the same as well. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just a matter of what size is your room. If sure, you have right. a really huge room, maybe it's better for standard. If you have a small one, put some bookshelf in front. It's, it's going to be right. fine. I mean, if you wanted to start off with the bookshelves and then you get the center and then you save up a little bit more, then you get the towers, move the bookshelves to the back, and then you know, you've know you got your 5.0, right? Yeah, most of the people are doing that, in fact. Yeah, that, that's how I did it. That's how I did it back in the day. Yeah. So, <laughs> you go, we, we are happy to offer it to your, to your show because... For us, you guys, thanks a lot. I mean, you are, even during this period of crisis, you managed to wait to keep speaking about iFi and keep yeah. human relationships. So it's our pleasure to offer to the viewers this uh, setup. Very, thank very you, thankful for that. And also, you know, people having to stay home, they have to have a nice system. You yeah. might as well stay home. Spend watch, that money, man. Watch yeah, nice watching movie, TV, movies. On yeah. your new system. Might as well do awesome. it in yeah, the problem for Irish restaurants is like American guy do not go to France anymore. 
So they would have <laughs> yes, to a French speaker. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, another thing I wanted to mention before we go is just, you know, you look like a, like a younger gentleman. Unless you're like the youngest looking um, 60-year-old guy, you're doing a great job, whatever you guys are doing over there in, in France. But uh, I'm happy to see some of the some younger folks here because we're always trying to look, you know, the question is always, how do we get the next generation? Right. And I think it's it's cool. I think it's just cool. Got one other question maybe before we wrap up. There's a question here about like amp pairing. How much power? I know it's going to depend on what model, um, but kind of as far as is there a certain recommended wattage per channel? Um, you know, are these efficient speakers? Are they a little bit less efficient? Can you speak to a little bit of that? Is um, yeah, for triangle, uh, we are tends to be like a rather sensitive speaker. We are around 92 dB per watt. Okay. So it means that uh, we don't need a very powerful amplifier. Sure. Um, and we tend to be a slightly dynamic, slightly lively. So maybe it's better to mix it with something slightly warm to make okay. a good balance. And yeah. that's why Triangle has been historically known for a good match with tube amplifier. And mm -hmm. uh, one of my best listening experience was uh, in USA uh, at our subsidiary uh, with Jason Tavares from uh, Adirondack Audio. I uh, say... Uh, 8 watt 300B power amp with a pair of quattro. And it was fantastic. It's not very loud, but it's yeah. fantastic. Um, so, yeah, mostly something uh, quite a tiny bit warm. For Borea, it's okay. You can really do everything because, due to the soft dome Twitter, it's more all around. When you start doing uh, Twitter, try to focus on something a tiny bit warmer. That's what I would say. You don't need a huge power. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, and like any kind of like mid-range AV receiver will be able to handle all that kind of stuff. No problem, right? Yeah, uh, no problem for that. Absolutely. Um, but for sure, what we say is like uh, a stereo amp, stereo amp will work always better than the AV receiver. Amp. Sure, so of course. I always say to people, okay, yeah, with AV receiver, you got the feeling that you've got the flexibility. Yeah. But sometimes maybe it's it's good to to sit down and think about. If I stay with two-channel uh, system, maybe it's better to keep a two-channel hand. Hey, I'm all or about buy, it, man. Buy, buy a dedicated two-channel and get a home theater one, you know? Buy yeah, them all. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean... You start to be technical, you do a bypass, and you can mix the two of it. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Hugo, I want you to hang out. If you can, I gave you a login. So if you can hang out in the, in the, uh, the group video, video chat, chat here yeah. in the lobby... At the Hi-Fi Summit, do I so, speak here or do I connect on the other? Um, I think so, Frank will give you a link. So pop in there and have a chat with some of those guys. I'm sure they would love to pick your brain some more. Absolutely. Okay. If you guys have some questions for Hugo or Frank, um, go ahead and be thinking of those. We'll meet you over in the uh, the video chat in just a moment. We're gonna talk with Hugo just for a moment after we disconnect here. But Chana. Don't take us out, man. All right, you guys. Day four, Hi-Fi Summit, off to a great start. Want to yes. give a big shout out and thank you to Hugo and Triangle Speakers. Thank you guys so much. And of course, all the attendees, don't forget to jump into the group video chat and we'll see you in a few minutes. Bye. See you later. <laughs>